Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back into the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Today, I am talking with Angie all about confidence and courage and all of the wonderful things that um, as entrepreneurs, we face every single day. We were just talking before we hit record and she was saying, you know, 10 years in and I still have things that come up. And yeah, that's the reality of entrepreneurship. But if we can really work on our mindset, build that courage, build that confidence, it makes the journey easier. So without further ado, Angie, welcome into the podcast. Oh my gosh, Amy, thank you so much for having me. I am honored to be here on your podcast. Well, I am honored to have you. So can you share with our listeners more about yourself, who you are and what you do? Sure. So I'll start back in 2013. I mean, we have like four hours, right? Like, yeah, of course. All day. <laughs> Just kidding. So really back in 2013, I was uh, working for an organization and I was onboarding a new hire and the CEO offered him $3,000 a year more than my salary. He was fresh out of college, no experience. And I was the supervisor. At that time, I had 18 years experience and three college degrees. So I went to the CEO and said, um, excuse me, like what, what is happening here? And he looked me dead square in the face and said, that's all you're worth. Uh-huh. Yep. So the courage that I had within me was for one, to know my worth. I, I walked out. I know that's not the most professional thing to do, but you know what? I had to do that because no way did anyone have permission to treat me like that. So four days later, I had my LLC and fast forward 10 years later, here I am. <laughs> so talk about having the courage. I mean, I just had to act in the moment and I had to act on what was true and right for me, not for anyone else. And I wasn't going to let anyone demean me, diminish my light in any way at all. So I said, you know what? I'm going to go earn my worth. To make matters worse, when he found out I was going to be an entrepreneur, left me a voicemail and said, I will gladly accept your resume back whenever you fail. And I was like, oh, buddy, you clearly do not know who I am as a person. And so I was like, I, I will not, for one, I won't fail because in my definition of failure, failure is when you stop trying. So I will never fail because I won't stop trying. And so I kept that message for five years and, and it felt really good the day that I deleted it because I was like, you know what? I don't need to lean on this. I don't need this to fuel that fire in my belly. I thought, you know, I know my why, I know my passion and I just didn't need it. It didn't serve me anymore. So when my book came out and it was a bestseller, I actually have a chapter in there called That's All You're Worth where I go into much more detail about the courage and inner strength that it took to get me to literally quit my job and start a business in four days. <laughs> so um, 
I mailed him, at first I autographed it, then I mailed him a copy of my book and I would have given a million dollars to have seen the look on his face when he opened up that package. Now I'm really convinced that he used it for toilet paper, but I really don't care because I got so much satisfaction out of sending him that book. So, and so that's kind of where like Courage Builder came from is it takes and when anytime any I applaud every single entrepreneur because it takes courage to do that it takes courage to show up every day it takes courage to everything in business is a risk every content creation that you put out there every newsletter you put out there every podcast episode is a, is a risk every offer Everything is a risk in business. So it takes courage to keep showing up and to have that belief in yourself. And it's like, you know what? No, I have something that is going to change the lives of the customers who I work with. And to keep showing up day in and day out just takes so much courage. Oh, what do you <laughs> love that. Oh my gosh. I'm over here like cheering. Oh, Angie's <laughs> so good. Isn't it crazy though, how those really like in the moment, that was a horrible situation. That is a situation that no one should ever have to go through, but you used it instead of letting that situation tear you down, you used it as fuel for your fire to build you up, to be the motivation. Like, no, I'm going to prove you wrong. And then guess what? When I am successful, look at me. That is amazing. That is like a mic drop moment. And I love it because that just like makes me so like inspired and fired up too. Like, but it happens all the time, which is so sad because I think we've all been in situations like that at one point or another where we know we bring more value to the table than someone else is willing to give us credit for. But if you step outside of that comfort zone, which isn't easy, you know and have that belief that you have value to bring to the table. I mean, that that right there is a game changer. And I, I, I love it. Oh my gosh, so good. And two, I love what you said about failure because in business, that's the honest to God truth. There is no failure until you stop trying. Yep. All right. That is something every client that I coach, well, we always start with mindset always. And because so many women start a business out of adversity, some type of adversity has happened. They've had a tragedy in their life. They've had a situation where someone tells them that's all you're worth. Something, a lot of women in business, that's how they get started. And so we've got a shift. There's a shift between the employee mindset and the CEO mindset. So we work on that type of thing. But I never want another woman to ever feel like I felt in that moment when I had a man telling me that's all your worth. I, I mean, I've never felt so small and I'm not, I mean, I don't hold myself small and I'm not going to let someone else do that to me either. So yeah, I just, I just really empower 
and I hope listeners, I hope you will glean something from this message, like step into that power and do not let anyone, they do not have permission to treat you poorly. They just, I don't care who that person is. They just don't. <laughs> right, exactly. And when we stand up, we're helping to change the narrative. We are showing others, we are being those trailblazers that no, you can stand up for yourself and look at what you can create by doing so. Yes, yes. And honestly, like when I look back now, so as a coach, I will never not have a coach because I, I mean, I'd be a hypocrite if, if I didn't. And one of the things that I talk about um, in my uh, coaching is um, just continuing to not reflect on the adversity and just keep moving forward and having something more positive like my why, like my passion catapult me instead of like my first five years in business. I really did kind of hang on to the negativity and use that as fuel. And it served me a purpose in that moment. But when it was time, I needed to cut that and flip it to the positive. And that once again, that took some courage to do because it was, it was like my safety net, if you will. It's like whenever I imposter syndrome set in and listeners, you know, imposter syndrome sets in, you know, I would listen to that voicemail and say, you know what? Nope. I, and it took me back to how I felt. And I'm like, no way, I'm not going to let this happen. So now I, I flip it into all only the positive things fuel my fire. But, you know, I had to go through that journey. I had to just let it ride out how it rode out. And, and so now it's, so, but it is nice to hold on to the positive and not the negative. Exactly. Exactly. Because mindset is so key to thriving as a business owner. I, I really am a firm believer in if that it's at least 75%, if not more of the keys to success because yes, no matter what level of business, no matter what you're earning, you will always have those thoughts that pop up. And that's why, yeah, I agree hundred percent. Having a coach is key because they see those blind spots. They don't have the emotional responses. It's seeing those, those things for what they are. That's where you grow. You know, they can help you identify those big roadblocks that we're missing because we're so wrapped up in our own emotions. We attach feelings to everything, which is part of human nature. It's what we do. You're not wrong because you feel like an imposter. You're not, you know, it's, it's just a belief that we have to work through and we're constantly doing. Do you still have to work on your mindset 10 years in? Do you, are there times when you still feel like an imposter? Oh, absolutely. I mean, there are, there are situations where something will happen and it will hit me at unexpected times. And that's the part that kind of gets me tripped up a little bit because it's like, oh, in experience that I thought maybe would throw me into imposter syndrome didn't. And then an experience that I thought would never throw me into imposter syndrome did. And so you constantly just have to keep on working on that imposter. No. And, and the, the best thing is, is just being insightful and aware that it is going to happen. And then 
what are the strategies? What do you have the tools in your toolbox to help you come overcome that? And so mine is like, I do a couple of different things. So one of the things my dad had always taught me as a child, my maiden name is Gosser. And he'd say, you're freaking Angie Gosser. You're going to let that get in your way. And so even though I'm married for 22 years, I still say, you're freaking Angie Gosser. You're going to let that get in your way. And I can hear my dad empowering me with his words from even a little kid. And so that's one of the things that I do whenever it starts to get heavy. The other thing that I do is I love power music. And so like you think about Carrie Underwood and Ludacris's song, like the champion, that's an example of my power music. And I'll put that on and I'll get in my office and I will just blare it to the, and I'll sing. Okay. I cannot sing, but I sing anyways. <laughs> and I dance around and I just get it out and be like, you know what? No, I am a champion and I've got this, you know? Um, and then the last thing I do is I, yeah, I reach out to my coach. If it, if it's too much, you know, and, and I will always be honest and say, look, I had a moment this week, I, imposter syndrome sent in, this is what was happening. This is what I did, you know, and I always process it through with my coach. And, and it is a, it's just a game changer because there are going to be those moments and, uh, you know, 10 years in and, you know, I mean, they don't creep up every day, but more times than I would like to admit, it happens. Yes, and I really appreciate you being vulnerable and sharing that with us because I think so many times we hold ourselves back because we're like, oh, I'm the only one feeling this way. No, it happens, it's normal. But being insightful and aware, like you said, that right there, that's where you get your power back because you can identify these things and then work through them with your coach, with someone that you trust, with an accountability partner, someone else, you know, that is alongside you on this journey. But we've become so conditioned for this external validation, the likes, the comments, the shares, all these metrics that really, they, that's not telling you your worth. I, that is not a reflection of you as a person. But I think so many times we get so wrapped up in, I need someone else to tell me that I'm doing well, that we really start to set ourselves so far back. Yes. And one of the things that I coach, um, so Susie Moore is a well-known coach and, and she's um, a, a, an inspiration, very wise woman. I've not met her, but I, I saw something that she did the other day and it had seven likes, only seven likes. Now, mind you, she has a following of millions and she got seven likes. So let's put that into perspective. You have someone who is internationally recognized and she has seven likes. And then we beat ourselves up when we only have seven likes. And it's like, okay, let's put things into perspective here, right? Like seven likes is a win. Every one of those is a win. And it's all about the mindset and how you choose to look at those. Every comment is a win. And you're reaching and, and whatever message you put out there is meant to be heard by the person who liked it or shared it or commented on it. So you're reaching who it's supposed to reach. And so, you know, put things into perspective. If, if Susie Moore is only getting seven likes and you're getting seven likes, girlfriend, you are doing great. <laughs> exactly. It's all about perspective and how we're interpreting that. Yes, because yes, she is 
internationally known. She is a powerhouse. And why are we beating ourselves up over these numbers that really don't mean anything? I think once we step into just kind of that authentic role, that authenticity, just being who we are and showing up as ourselves, it gets easier because you're not trying to be someone you're not. You're not trying to hop on the next trend train. You're not, you're becoming the trendsetter now because, hey, guess what? This is who I am. And I think that attracts more people than, you know, trying to be someone who you're not. Oh, 100%. And the greatest compliment that I ever get, ever, is whenever someone goes to my website and then they meet me, they're like, you are exactly how you are portrayed on your website. You are exactly how I thought you were going to be. And that's because I just can't operate outside of that authenticity. I, if I do, it falls to pieces, yes. <laughs> so, you know? And so that to me is so cool that my authenticity is represented in literally everything that I do, everything that I put out there is in my authenticity and it just makes it easier. Honestly, I don't have to spend half the energy because I'm being authentic. You know, it's, it takes a lot of energy to be fake. And so, you know, I don't have to expend unnecessary energy because I just show up as I am and unapologetically. And that's, right. and that's okay. Uh, whoever you are, wherever you're at, whatever your situation, it's okay. You are, you are, perfectly imperfect just as you are and that is okay exactly exactly because it is exhausting trying to be someone that you are not i mean and for that very reason i i think it's been what a year or two i haven't used a filter because i'm like no this is me like wrinkles gray hair like most of the time my hair is up in a ponytail sometimes it's down i don't know it just depends on the day and how greasy it is you know it's like but this is reality and same thing people are like oh you're like the same person i'm like yeah what you see is what you get and i'm not going to be for everyone but i've come to that point of self-acceptance that i don't want to be for everyone absolutely absolutely yes i mean honestly i mean talk about full transparent i'm going full transparent here today because i got an email literally just this morning from a, a woman who i was bringing through my sales funnel and she sent me an email and said she had chose to go with another coach and you know i wished her nothing but the best because she needed to do what was best for her. She needed to make the best decision for herself and her business. And I know that whenever I say things like, I understand, like, I get that, you know, you got to do what you got to do, girl. I'm, if I'm not the coach for you, I'm so glad you found the one that is because your success is that important to me. And I would rather have you be successful with another coach, then not be satisfied of working with me. And, you know, and that's, that's the reality of being in business. You're going to have those situations rise up and you think, oh, you know, I've got them down the funnel and they're just, they're right, right there. And we had such a great conversation and, and all this other stuff. And then something happens and it's like, you know what? It's like, you got to have the, the, things need to line up. It's like the right person at the right time. And so 
I know that I can help this woman. Like I am confident in my abilities. I know that I can help her be successful, but she's got to do what she's got to do. And then in time, chances are high, she's going to circle back around to me and say, you know, and I even told her, I said, and I want to celebrate your wins with you. I'm like, so let me know because I want to celebrate with you. She's going to remember those types of things and perhaps circle back someday, you know? And, uh, and that's how we have to think of things. We can't think of things like, oh, I lost a client. And it's no, let's celebrate that she got it right for herself. Let's celebrate that. And you know, and whatever, um, because yeah, we can't be all the magic for all the people all the time. And, uh, and that can be tough as an entrepreneur because we want to, we want to help everybody we come in contact with. And it's just, it's not realistic. Right. Again, it all goes back to mindset by her saying, no, that's opening space for someone else that is a perfectly aligned fit. You don't want it to be one-sided. And that's why I don't handle objections. Like, you know, if somebody, when I'm on a, a connection call with someone, if it's not a good fit, that's okay. Like, hey, I'm here if you need me. If things change, it is what it is. I'm not going to try and like, I was out of scarcity. Like, no, you, you need me. Like, it just comes across as icky and desperate to me. So I just... I'm, I'm just like, that's my way of handling object, objections is okay. That's fine. I am here. If you ever want to circle back, same thing, like, but that's a hard place to get to as a business owner early on, because we're like, oh no, I need to pay the bills. I need to make money. I need, I need, I need, but it's in having that abundance mindset that things just start to work out and just trusting in the process of, Hey, I'm just going to keep doing me. I'm going to keep showing up, keep moving forward. And it all works out every yep. single time. It's like when something, there's a no, there's another opportunity that comes and presents itself. Absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah, and having the courage to shift from that scarcity mindset to the abundance mindset is, you know, it takes work. It, yeah. it takes a lot of, it takes a lot of courage because, you know, it is tough whenever you think, oh, I've got bills to pay and I don't have enough money in the bank account to pay them. And I don't have anyone in my pipeline. And it's like, okay, so it takes courage to show up every day, you know, and, and keep pushing through and keep working through that. Right. And it's normal to feel a little bit of disappointment from it. It's like, you know, that's just human nature. Don't think that because you're disappointed because someone went with someone else, that that's a bad thing. It's okay. It's again, just reframing and knowing that that doesn't dictate your worth, that you have so much value to bring. Just keep sharing your message and the right people will gravitate for, to you. I just love it. Oh, Angie, this was an amazing conversation. Where can we learn more about you? Oh, thank you, Amy. The best place to learn more about me is my website, and it's just AngieGiltner.com, um, Angie, G-I-L-T-N-E-R.com. Super easy to find, the girl with the purple hair. You can't miss me, <laughs> uh, but that's the easiest place to find me. I have a couple of complimentary eBooks on my website. Feel free to take advantage and grab both of those. And yeah, I would love to connect, shoot me a message and, and just say, hey, I would love to meet you, love to connect with you. I love to hear women's stories. I 
I love to hear how they overcame and how they got their businesses started. Like that just brings me joy. So yeah, reach out, would love to connect. Awesome. And you also have a podcast too. Tell us more about that. Yeah, I have a podcast called The Girl with the Purple Hair Talks Business. And every week I showcase another woman in business. And I'm hoping to get Amy showcased <laughs> on my podcast. But yeah, it, and it can be found any place that you uh, find podcasts. And then I also, it lives on my website. So that's another place, you know, so you don't have to look too far for it. Yes. So be sure to go to her website, download those eBooks, check out the podcast, all of the amazing things that Angie is doing. She is absolutely incredible. And I, I just feel so fortunate that our paths have crossed. So from one Ohio woman to another, you know, we, we're in this together. This yes. world can feel so lonely in entrepreneurship, but just really getting outside of your comfort zone, getting the courage to do these things, it is so worth it. That's where you will grow as a business owner. So Angie, thank you again so much. Thank you, Amy. It has just been a pleasure today. Absolutely. And until next time, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. 